How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Game Night with Eddie. And I'm your host, Eddie. Thanks for coming back and joining us. Just wanted to tune back in. This is going to be our first episode here of 2019. Hope you guys all had a good, happy new year. Um, recently, the Lakers lost to the Knicks, 119-112. to And the Patriots are... On their first round bye here in the playoffs, awaiting to see who their next um, opponent's going to be. Already the Colts beat the Texans, and they will be playing the Chiefs in the AFC Divisional Round. Colts beat the Texans 21-7, and the Seahawks lost to the Cowboys 22-24. The NFC divisional matchups still up in the air, um, but I did want to just tune in a little bit, um, go over some notes with um, regards to the Lakers and their last games. I saw the OKC game, and I also saw here. Let's see, the Kings game. Uh, both of these games, the last two games that the Lakers have played, both at the Kings, uh, no, I'm sorry, against OKC and losing at the Knicks, they lost both games by seven points. So Lakers here suffering really from LeBron not being in the game, out with a groin injury, Rondo out with the hand injury, really just some playmakers people that put points up on the board have been out for the lakers so we are going to be talking a little bit about you know what they've been able to do meaning the players that are on the floor and really we'll be looking at our next matchup just a little bit and hopefully the lakers can come out of this slump we are one and four ever since beating the Warriors on Christmas. So, without further ado, let's get into these um, these games. Thank you. back thanks for tuning back in so i want to talk about the lakers and how they've been in a slump recently so a couple games ago they beat the sacramento kings 121 to 114 and i have some notes from this game um and as i look back on my notes it talks about you know the transition defense how we've been able to really lock up on players that are key players uh, on our opponent's teams. We're able to slow them down. You know, prime example is Lonzo Ball on Russell Westbrook recently. Russell Westbrook was, I believe, five of twenty-one from the from the field that day, and regardless. You know, PG-13 was able to put enough work in to basically give OKC the win 
at the Staples Center. And interesting game that um, Paul George ended up having. But I was looking at this, these notes, like as I was saying, from the Kings game. And we were doing things really well in that game. We were moving the ball efficiently. We were basically playing Laker basketball, which is being really efficient in the paint and making most of our points off the fast break. But I believe, you know, injuries have really been catching up to the Lakers. Uh, LeBron ended up, you know, stepping out of the game due to um, a groin injury. And we actually haven't been able to get consistent enough production from our shooting guards. Um to you know roll with the punches and bounce back in games where we're like down a couple points because that's what these games have been throughout these are games that are like tough contested games our defense has been on point um but our offensive production especially in the fourth quarter has been abysmal it's been terrible we haven't been able to have one standout player to, you know to take control of the ball and be responsible for a lot of points um especially in the in the paint you know it seems that um whenever these young players want to get you know get started with generating points they seem as it seems though it seems as if they want to go for the three-pointer all the time to establish rhythm and i understand that when you're playing from behind you need to have a couple threes to you know cut the lead faster but at the same time we haven't been able to uh you know day in day out on game night, we haven't been able to really finish games in the paint. We start shooting terribly from three-point line in the fourth quarter and turnover after turnover. So much so that teams end up scoring way more points than we do in the fourth quarter and any sort of momentum that we may have maybe coming off halftime or coming off a lead throughout the whole game it gets destroyed for some reason in the fourth quarter where you know this is uh, one of the themes i believe of the lakers season you know finishing games playing a full 48 minutes of basketball Alright, so I want to talk about the OKC game. This was a couple days ago on the 2nd of January 2019. Once again, Happy New Year, everybody. Lakers over here coming into January. Um, on a little slump, we are 1-4 in the last five games. And we're going to be playing uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, tomorrow Sunday at 12:30 Pacific time. Now, 
this OKC game, you know, we started in the first quarter with really good defense. Um, however, started shaky in the three-point percentage and overall shooting percentage. So I was watching the game in the second quarter. Um, we see that KCP, as well as Kuzma, Alonzo, and Ingram, he starts flourishing at some points. He always p- tries to put in effort, but when he really starts going, you know, he becomes a force in it, in our team. Uh, I heard, well, as I was watching this game, one of the commentators said that Case, uh, when Contavious Caldwell Pope, he scores more than 20 points, we end up winning games. And by the second quarter, he had 14 points off the bench in this game against OKC. So the Lakers were making plays with good defense, limiting Westbrook and Paul George while having great passing and feeding off each other. So in the second quarter, Lakers were up 54 to 56. Now, Lakers start pushing the pace and set up an 8-0 run. And it, it was incredible to watch this, the end of the second quarter. Um, you know, Lance Stevenson, Paul George, who would have thought, you know, that it was Lance Stevenson instead of Paul George to end up in L.A. And the whole night, people were booing at Paul George Um, but basically they faced each other back and forth to close out the half but PG got the better of Lance Stevenson splashed a three in front of his face and you know Lance wasn't able to do anything uh, in return so OKC you know that ended up giving OKC the lead at halftime 57 to 59 now, in this game, the Lakers suffered another injury with Kuzma not coming back for the third quarter with a lower back contusion. And in this game, Josh Hart has been 0-5 from the three-point line. So, still in the third quarter, it was 65-65. Close game still, as I was mentioning. Lakers have been able to you know, roll with the punches, but... They don't have enough production in the long run in these games to be, you know, really closing out games in their favor. For example, uh, Zubak, uh, Ivica Zubak, and uh, Mika uh, Kulik. Ah, I'm sorry. Uh, Michael, Michael Luke. Uh, off the bench, provide. They were providing great offense and playmaking ability. Um, for example, they went on a little tear where they had the, you know, the last eight points in a scoring frenzy by the Lakers. So in this OKC game, like as I was saying, um, Lonzo Ball was able to basically make Westbrook. I mean, not necessarily ineffective, but he was able to close him out in points-wise. But, you know, when you're a great player like um, Russell Westbrook, you're going to average 
you're gonna have a he actually had a triple double in this game uh so he had a triple double and didn't play well because he wasn't scoring a lot of points yet you know he did enough to beat the lakers and we thought we were containing him but in fact you know it's we can only contain certain aspects of people like that and players like that but we did i think our our good effort and as we were closing out the third quarter um the lakers had an 82 to 78 lead over okc and by this point the bench points Lakers had 44 points off the bench and OKC had 16 points off the bench. So, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. OKC leads 91 to 85. And this was from a surge out of OKC's players, especially Paul George. And the Lakers went. In the fourth quarter, like I was saying, five minutes without scoring. And Josh Hart ends up, you know, splashing some shots from the three-point range. Uh, but at the end of the day, in this by the, the, the fourth quarter, the Lakers had missed 12 free throws. 12 free throws. That could be 12 points. And that would have put us actually ahead of OKC 97 to 91 but since we missed 12 points off the free throws we were actually 91 to 85 in the fourth quarter with six minutes left so we continued our awful shooting on the free throw and not only at the free throw line but behind the arc and in the paint and honestly, it was great defense by OKC um, in the fourth quarter. That ended up, you know, shutting us down. And they were outscoring us. Outscored us into the end of the fourth quarter to close out the game 107 to 100 and beating the Lakers. Now, after this next little break, I do want to just talk about. You know, the injuries for the Lakers. What, I guess, as a fan, I would want to expect to see moving forward with the Lakers. Uh, and, and the players that are, like, you know, next up, next in line. Um, and then we're also going to talk about, you know, a little bit about... We're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture. And we'll be closing off the episode right after that so thanks for sticking around and thanks for continuing to listen to Moo, uh, game night with eddie thank you What can the Lakers do now that they're missing LeBron due to a groin injury? 
Rondo out with a hand injury, just had surgery, or is about to have surgery. Kuzma out with the back contusion. We had inconsistency at center with McGee taking some time off. Finally coming back. We were able to see that in the, the previous games. But sometimes it actually also seems like our shooting guards are like injured or something. Josh Hart having awful shooting performances. KCP sometimes having awful shooting performances. I mean, these are players that should be at least driving to the bucket. That's what we should be seeing. And these guys have the talent to do so. They do it every game when we have nice momentum coming, um, you know, hitting us from behind. We're in stride. We are playing Lakers basketball when we're, you know, in transition. But when we're just, you know, setting plays, trying to, you know, eat up some time, I don't think that right now our players are healthy or they're not, you know, performing definitely to what the fans would see or would want to see, especially um, because we're losing games. You know, we're one and four in the last five games. What can we do? I think we need to start funneling the ball a little bit more through our playmakers um, Lonzo Ball Ingram Josh Hart and KCP and I understand that McGee is top 3 scorer on this Lakers squad so he'll always be getting those rebounds and you know fighting for difficult points the running hook shot that he has very consistent but I feel like everybody else has to develop those consistent shots and everybody by everybody else I mean those players that I just mentioned those are the superstars or not superstars I'm saying but those are the playmakers those are the the, the people that are going to be giving us the points getting points for us when LeBron when Kuzma, when Rondo are out of the game. I mean, our defense has been good, but we just have lackadaisical performance out of our, I guess, offensive play calling, if you could even say that. So if, you know, I'm kind of like alluding this maybe a little bit to, you know, NFL football in the sense that offensive coordinators can be aggressive with their play calling. But I can see, obviously, that with basketball, it's much different because you have ball handlers. You know, you have um, people that may play more comfortably when they have the ball, their hands and dribbling a little bit longer. But I think we need to have a better sort of like uh, identity in terms of our play style when so that when you know players like LeBron 
so we're not crippled by them being, you know, out the game. When LeBron's in the game, he is the system. The offense, the defense, the whole game runs through LeBron when he's on the court. When he's off the court, it's Kuzma. It's this next man up thing. And, you know, I was hearing on the radio that um, Lonzo mentioned this. He said, yeah, you know, I know we're suffering through a lot of injuries, but hey, next man up. And if you think about it, his buddy Kuzma, Ingram, I mean, Ingram's in the game, definitely. So I guess you could say by saying next man up, he's saying Ingram is the next man up. But hey, he's also one of those players. He was picked number two in the draft. Like, next man up. Yeah, dude, it's your job. It's your time to own up to the responsibility of scoring some points for our squad. So, we need more responsibility out of these players, and we also need a better system. Better system for how we're going to be running the offense. Um, At least have a good framework for when LeBron's out the game, we're able to, you know, piece some wins together because the way that this uh, Western Conference is, you know, we fall a couple games behind and all of a sudden we're sixth place, eighth place out of the playoffs. When I was reporting, uh, not reporting, <laughs> I'm not actually <laughs> reporting anything, but when I was talking about, uh, when I made the episode after the Lakers beat the Warriors, you know, we were in position to uh, probably take number three, uh, the number three spot in the Western Conference, and right now we're at number six, tied for number six, I think, only a couple you know, away from eight. So, that's what we got to do. I liked our defense. We, when we get in transition, we're able to lock in. That's just something that all the players, I guess, are just designed to do. They do that really well, naturally. Um, But we need a better... I guess if you could say play calling for this offensive uh, production that we need to see. And uh, these players need to step up. Players that I was mentioning like uh, Lonzo, Josh Hart, KCP. These are young guys that shooting guards. You know, it's in their position that they have to come up with points and they haven't had any Success coming up with points. And another thing that I mean, you keep, we keep bringing it up that it's a theme that the free throw percentage is bad, but we have to come to a point where we're like, okay, what the hell is actually being done about that? What is being done about that? How can we just go throughout this whole season and accept that our squad is missing 12 free throws in a game? losing by seven points are you kidding me how how do we come up with a solution for that i don't know 
I wouldn't know, you know, I thought they're NBA athletes, and that's kind of like a, a thing that's second nature, sort of, right, so how do you get coached to do that better, I don't know, um, but enough of that, that's the Lakers, we are going to be looking out for, um, really just those three things uh, in this next game that we have against the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow at 12.30pm Pacific Time. That's tomorrow, January 6, 2019. And we're looking at this NFL playoff picture. Um, Right now we know that the Colts are going to go against the Chiefs in the AFC Divisional Round. Um... Colts beat the Texans 21 to 7. Seahawks lost to the Cowboys 24 to 22. And it's looking like, you know, tomorrow we're going to have a couple entertaining games that are still going to be obviously piecing up this NFL playoff picture. Um, get to we're going to get to take a look at you know Lamar Jackson, Chargers it's going to be a freaking awesome game. Can't wait to look at that. And if I were to take anyone, I would probably say the Chargers because of the more experienced quarterback. But at the same time, you know, these playoffs have been really interesting and you never know. Uh, as far as the Patriots are concerned, I think... I hope we're getting our defense at least you know our defense closed out the year with I think just the perfect amount of momentum and the perfect amount of confidence in what we can do we're capable of love um, because it put our team in a position to win and if you want to win uh, in the playoffs you have to have a defense that is confident in making turnovers, putting your team in positions to win, you know, with field position and all that good stuff. So, uh, it's going to be, I guess, something, you know, I just can't wait to, to see who the, 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 the Patriots get to play because that's going to be exciting right there. That's going to be really exciting. Um, Patriots, I say out of all their teams, maybe this is a team that we expected, you know, if Josh Gordon was still on the squad, you'd probably say, okay, look, this is a team that has a whole bunch of talent, um, going into the playoffs, it's going to be nuts what they can pull off. In terms of schemes, you know, they always have trick plays and stuff. But there is no more Josh Gordon. You kind of like, we still haven't had, I think, a chance to establish our identity. And that's kind of scary going into the playoffs because, as we saw with the Texans, they didn't have much of an identity other than, hey, D-Hop is a monster. <laughs> but 
that Colts defense came to play. They shut him down, and Deshaun Watson, I mean, he did not play well whatsoever. That's it's going to look good. I mean, that's going to look bad on his resume, definitely. Um, so, I mean, we're going to check who plays the Patriots, I think, to, after uh, tomorrow. And it'll just be exciting to see how we prepare for this next team. Um, like I mentioned, the identity of our squad, it's kind of up in the air, but... More than anything, we all know that our squad is Patriots behind Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So, that is that. And without further ado, we wrap up this episode. Just wanted to say thank you all so much for tuning in again. Um, I have been watching, you know quite a good amount of Laker games and I think obviously since the NFL season's over um, and the Patriots have this first round bye there's not much to talk about for the Patriots um, and football in general other than these two couple teams well I mean these couple teams that have been in the wild card but I love it love NFL playoffs and you know, this race to the Super Bowl is looking amazing so far. As far as Lakers, I want to see these guys get it together. These young guys, you know, build confidence in themselves without some of the older guys, you know, that they know them to be reliable teammates. They need to step up and be reliable themselves. And... We have to see that out of this Lakers squad tomorrow and then the couple games that follow as well. Um, Lakers game and Lakers season still sort of like not even, I think, at the halfway point. So, you know, we're still grinding through it. Uh, Lakers, I believe. Just double check. So, yeah, Lakers now 21 and 18 on the season, 21 and 18 on the season. Honestly, haven't seen if they dropped after the Knicks loss, but they definitely dropped in the Western Conference, seeing as how really close this conference is. So, let's strap on tight, and hopefully this season starts gaining momentum in a positive direction for this Lakers squad. Thanks again a lot, everybody, for tuning in to Game Night with Eddie. This is your host, Eddie, tuning out. Hope you guys all have a great night. Thank you.